The purpose of this show is solely to provide information for you to make your own decisions on the subjects that are presented. Welcome to the Ben Armstrong Show, folks. So glad that you have joined me. General Milley admits to treason in a 60 Minutes interview. He admits to treason, violating the Constitution for the sake of the New World Order. It's unbelievable that they are that open about how they the, these globalists, and he's clearly a globalist, he belongs to the New World Order, is really what he's saying. And he doesn't care about the chain of command. He, he doesn't care about the oath he's taken to the Constitution, obeying the commander-in-chief or resign, but he wouldn't resign. Instead, he committed a political coup, conspiring with others in the military to not do what President Trump said, and he, he's, we know this, and he's not even hiding it, and he definitely should be charged with treason. Of course, the left doesn't care. They love that he committed treason, which is ridiculous. The left should care. You can't have military members telling you that they are loyal to a globalist movement, loyal to a new world order, and not to your country or its sovereignty or its constitution. And he admits this in a 60 Minutes interview. Admits he has no loyalty to America whatsoever. No loyalty to the constitution. His loyalty is to globalism. Globalism. And he's proud of it. See, in Washington, D.C., you can say that and get praised. In Washington, D.C., you can say that and they love you. The problem is, is Washington, D.C. is at war with you. They don't believe that you can give people in Washington, D.C. orders. You give the military orders by placing the commander-in-chief in with your votes. By you putting Donald Trump in office, you are giving the military their commander-in-chief, and they are supposed to follow him, who you put in place. But General Milley says, I don't care about the American people. We're Washington, D.C. We don't do what the American people want. The American people serve us. The American people solely exist to pay taxes so they can have their job. You are a servant to Washington, D.C. That's really how they view you. You are a pest. If they didn't need you for your money, they wouldn't have you. They don't listen to you. They believe you're dumb, and they are there to govern you. They're not there to listen to you and represent you and govern the way you want they are there to govern you and make you obey what they want. They really believe their job is to govern you, not you telling them what to do. America is, the, is supposed to be the opposite of what happens in other countries. The American people are supposed to govern themselves, and those people are supposed to represent your beliefs. And if they're not someone who's elected by you, like members of the military, but they're still paid by the government, 
they still have to obey you through the president of the United States. When they don't obey the president of the United States that you put in there, they are giving the finger to you as the American people. And he admits this. Who does General Milley belong to? Who does General Milley listen to if it's not the Constitution? He doesn't care about the chain of command. And he definitely would not listen to anything President Trump had to say or follow any order if he disagreed with the order of President Trump, which is treason. But he admits he wouldn't have done it. He admits that he didn't do it. So who does he belong to then? If it's not the American Constitution and America, he belongs to globalism. Over your own country. He is there to hand your military over to globalism. If the globalists have something to be done in the Middle East, like, let's build a democracy in Iraq, he'll be all for it. The globalists want it. If the globalists want to go into Ukraine, even though they're not even our ally and poke Russia, he's all for it because it's part of the globalist agenda. You, the American people, can say, no, don't go into Ukraine. We don't even want this. And they won't listen to you because they don't obey you. And he doesn't obey the chain of command. This happened in a 60 Minutes interview. I won't give you it all. I'll give you a segment, a segment from The War Room, where they played some of it. It's, I know, I, I don't, I hate listening to the other side because it's pure propaganda and evil. This is important because this is him admitting, screw you, America. I'm a globalist. Screw President Trump. Globalism is all that matters to me. And I will commit treason if I have to, and he did. It's a really amazing. He's giving the excuse of his new international, the world order. He's not saying the new world order, but that it's the same thing. The new world order was being violated, he thinks, by President Trump which, so what? That's the commander-in-chief. You have to resign if you don't like it. But no, he, he's for the New World Order. Then he talks about, just like China, I guess he's comparing, he's trying to compare Russia, I mean, President Trump to China and Russia or something. China and Russia are, uh, especially Russia, violating what the globalists want and their New World Order system. And then the reporter's like, well, that's one thing, but you're, you're not listening to the president of the United States, is basically what she says. Take a listen. But that's one thing to say that China is threatening that world order and Russia is threatening that world order. To say that the commander in chief, Donald Trump, was ruining the international order and causing significant damage. What did you see that caused you to write that? I, th I would say that... It's got to be more than walking into Lafayette Square in uniform. There was a wide variety of initiatives that were ongoing. One of them, of course, was withdrawing troops out of NATO. Those were initiatives that placed at risk, um, you know, I think, America's role in the world. Now, that... Wait a minute. Place... President Trump can't tell the NATO countries that they have to pay their fair share or... We might not be giving them the things that we've been giving them because they're not paying like they should be. He thinks, well, that's that's not what the world order wants. So I don't have to listen to President Trump because I'm for the world order. 
That's really what he just said there. That is uh, the opposite of uh, what my parents and and uh, 18 million others wore the uniform for World War II to defeat. General Milley doesn't just revere the greatest generation. He was... Stop. 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 There is more. I, I'm sorry. And I, I thought there's more about this where uh, he says more about the New World Order. I, I was in the wrong spot, but that's all right. We'll just pick it up there because Steve Bannon eviscerates him. We know that he admits that he placed a phone call to his counterpart in China to warn him, basically, that he thinks President Trump is a wacko and he won't follow an order from President Trump if he was told that he would have to defend this nation against China. And he's saying, I will not defend this nation. It's funny how he acts like Russia or China is against the the new world order, except for clearly he believes China is the world order that he wants to follow because he's warning his Chinese counterpart and telling him that he would give them a heads up. So he loves communism. Here's the other thing. Don't forget that General Milley, I should have pulled up this cup, but I forgot about it until just now. When General Milley admitted that he loves reading Mao, and I believe Lenin, Karl Marx. And he says, does that make me a communist because I study those guys? And nobody ever followed up saying, yes, if you like what you're reading, if you're reading it, admiring it, do you admire aspects of what they did? Do you admire communism? Do you admire what they've done? Because I guarantee you he does. He's not... Who reads that other than someone who is a super strong conservative that wants to learn the side of evil so that they can combat that evil because it's so evil, they're 100% against it. General Milley is not against evil. General Milley is on the side of evil. He's on the side of China. He showed he was on the side of China over America. He just told you he doesn't believe in America's constitution. He would violate America's constitution in order to, in order to, um, do the bidding of the new world order. That's, that's what I was, was trying to say. And there's so much in that interview. I only give you a snippet. You'll have to go back and, and look at it all because it's many times he mentions the new world order. They just call it the world order, international world order. It's the same thing. He said something. Uh, here's the cut that I thought I was going to have, but I, did, I didn't have it set up before I go to Steve Bannon because I want you to hear what Steve Bannon had to say. He also talked about uh, President Trump not understanding World War II and the purpose of World War II when it's really General Milley who doesn't understand. Well, General Milley's right in in some aspect that after World War II, we've had a bunch of awful idiots that want a global new new world order government and didn't care about America's sovereignty. And we had America give away huge chunks of, of World War II conquered land to our enemies. And many of that was because we had secret communists 
advising our own president at the time to give away that stuff. Oh, I, I can't get started. Let me let me give you Steve Bannon, though, because this interview is so damning. And yet, if President Trump doesn't get in, nothing will ever happen to General Milley. General Milley is Benedict Arnold. No doubt about that. Take a listen to Steve Bannon. Uh, that is the single most damning interview uh, uh, I think that I've ever heard. We get down to the heart of it. It's not about Donald Trump. It's not about the Constitution. It has nothing to do with the Constitution. The Constitution is very clear. The President of the United States is the Commander-in-Chief of the Armed Forces. Full stop. If you're a senior military uh, if you're a, a uniformed leader and you, cause you take, you can't live with that, then you must resign. You can't make your own deal up that you and Esper, remember what happened is that they got crushed by the media that afternoon. They went back and Esper talks about this and he and Millie made a pact. The secretary of defense and the, and the chairman of the church made a pact to thwart Trump, to thwart the commander in chief. Well, what is that? That's a coup. That's a coup. We've already had the FBI commit a coup against Donald Trump with a fake Russian collusion story. Tried to overthrow his presidency, tried to get him impeached, and then eventually did overthrow his presidency by rigging the elections, allowing the Democrats to steal the elections when the FBI was 100% aware of what was happening in Georgia, 100% aware of ballots being shipped from New York in a giant semi-truck. If we're aware of it, uh, the FBI was aware of it. 100% aware of people stuffing, due to cameras, caught on camera, just watched the 2000 Mules movie, stuffing the ballot boxes over and over again. Same people, thousands and thousands of votes. Uh, 2000 Mules movie calculates it. It's hundreds of thousands of votes. Hundreds of thousands of votes per state. And you can easily do the math by just calculating what those people were able to do in these few drop boxes. And then if you calculate that throughout the state, you can easily get hundreds of thousands of fake ballots so that Biden would steal the election. Even with the stuffing, this is how much Trump won by folks. Even with the pre-stuffing, that stuff in most states was counted before the election results were released. So when they stopped the election and said, oh, we got to stop it at midnight, we still got votes to count. All of the pre-ballots were already counted. So what the heck were they counting? What they were counting at midnight was, we still don't have enough. We, we got to do the old-fashioned stop at midnight and stuff fake ballots in because even our pre-ballots stuffing wasn't enough to beat donald trump so stop the election and we're going to do post after the election stuffing of the ballot they stuffed it before it wasn't enough they used computer algorithms and it wasn't enough so they had to stop the election in all five key states around midnight and then magically when they restarted counting 
early in the morning, all the ballots started going for Biden. And then they tried to make you think, well, that's because those are the the ballots that were uh, in the drop boxes. No, those were already counted. So you can't say, oh, well, see, mostly Democrats voted that way. The ones they were counting at night are not supposed to be those. They don't even tell you what the what were they counting at night. They don't even say. They were they weren't counting anything. They were stuffing ballots. Folks, the computers, most of these states were all automated in a machine, meaning the machine has already counted it. It counts it as you vote. All you have to do is call in the number from your county. Do you know how long that takes? 60 seconds. But what we'll say five minutes. How about I'll give a county an entire hour to report their machine? Even if you have a bunch of machines, you just add up what every machine has, and then you report it on the phone. Boom. Here's what we have. So why are they acting like they're sitting there hand counting at midnight? We're still counting ballots. What do you mean? You're not supposed to be running anything Nothing through the machines. Nothing. You shouldn't be doing that. Nothing through the machines. So what are you counting? Fake ballots. Oh, it's it's infuriating. I went off on that coup because you have a military that committed a coup against President Trump. And will we ever see justice? I don't know. Listen to see Bannon more on General Milley, though. Did they go ever over to talk to Trump and to lay this out, the issues they had? Did they ever go over and actually have a conversation? Hey, we don't actually, upon further review, the Insurrection Act, the stuff, the, the, the rights are going on. We got to have a, a talk about posse comitatus. We have to have a talk about our thing. Did they ever? No. Read Esper's book. I've read every line of it many times. They never went back, and Millie never went back, and Millie's never said he went back. They never went back to the commander-in-chief of the armed forces and had that conversation. Ever. And then I think they're going to get into it, you know, after uh, January 6th, he was making phone calls, unauthorized phone calls, to the Chinese Communist Party, the PLA leader. To basically say, uh, imply Trump's a madman, nothing is going to happen. The military is basically doing a coup. If, if the commander chief orders something, we're not going to do it. you got to be advised of that. Mm-hmm. But in there, right there, the heart of it, the heart of the problem is the post-war international rules-based order. It's a fetish to these people. It is above the Constitution, is above the American Republic, is above the citizens and the sovereignty of a citizen of the United States and this nation. The post-war international rules-based order set up by the globalists, run by the globalists, of which the Chinese Communist Party, they've used that to basically become a backwards agricultural backwater into a major industrial power based upon American capital and American technology. Right there, he lays out the whole thing. That even the interviewer for CBS is so shocked that he said it. He said, what? You've got a problem with Trump. What is it? Well, Trump did many things, you know, didn't believe in this post-war international rules-based order and did things. And she goes, look, I understand if Russia or China are doing things, obviously they got their own ideas about the world order. But what did Trump do? Oh, well, you know, he wanted to talk. Yes, in NATO, because NATO is not an ally. It's a protectorate. It's a protectorate. You damned yourself with your own words right there, Millie. 
You damned yourself with your own words and you are going to be held accountable. Right there shows you his treason. Right there shows you his plotting. President Trump came in and we had a meeting in the tank, I think in the spring of 2017, that I helped arrange with others, with General Mattis, because we had to have a a vetting of this central issue. So this wasn't hidden, but to Milley, President Trump said that post-war international rules-based order of which America, you know, you have trade deals and capital markets from Western Europe to the Gulf Emirates around the Middle East to around the South China Sea and up to Northwest Europe around Korea and Japan, those four big nodes. We have commercial relationships, we have trade deals, we have cultural, obviously, interaction, and you have an American security guarantee. Those days are over. That order, they've been able to game the system to strip America of her vital manufacturing strength. Balancing the generals, they had a meeting. They knew he's not for this new world order. And Milley could have resigned. So why didn't Milley resign? He, he's got to follow Trump's orders or he's committing treason. And he knows that. He purposely stayed in order to thwart Donald Trump. That's the only thing you can conclude. It wasn't a secret. It's not a secret that conservatives are anti-globalism. That's not a secret. And he can't even have the honor of resigning because he's evil. And he knew if I thwart President Trump and I stay here and pretend like I'm not going to, but I will thwart him and commit treason and violate the chain of command and violate the Constitution, the left will love me. And he has no fear of being on trial for treason because the left in Washington, D.C., they pretty much control it all. And Republicans have always shown to be too wimpy to make someone like that be held accountable. So he's never going to. I know Bannon's saying, yeah, he needs to be held accountable. But can any of us honestly say we think General Milley will be held accountable? He thinks there's no chance that he can openly admit what he's done. Why would you openly admit these things on 60 Minutes unless you're getting patted on the back and praised for your treason? Because the big secret is, and it's not really a secret, the Democrat Party is constantly committing treason against this country, hates the Constitution, hates our founding fathers, hates what we're set up on, are open globalists, and want to get around the Constitution and follow the New World Order. And that's what him Milley did. So he's doing everything that the left in Washington, D.C. stands for. It is the Democrats who vote for the left, the average Joe, who are the fools that are useful tools who are voting for evil people who are trying to destroy you, literally destroy you and your country for their own power and pride. And you vote for them. Amazing. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. I love you guys. See ya! Ayo, peeps. Like and subscribe to my father's channel. Bye! Ow! <laughs>
Hey guys, does it ever feel like you're not getting the full story from the media? <laughs> well, of course you're not, but does it feel like there are dark and sinister forces driving national events and global events? Oh yeah, and you might even want to go behind the deep state. Well, that's the show we have for you, Behind the Deep State. It's hosted by Alex Newman. You really have to check it out. Great in-depth stuff about what's going on with the deep state. Go to thenewamerican.com and check out Behind the Deep State.